0: Previously on Quantum Kickflip. You're saying that they're after you for some kind of components? Some coils that we found?
1: They're incredibly powerful and emit a signature that is allowing us to be tracked.
0: Are you talking about Ezrium coils?
1: I guess so. I mean, we found them in Ezria.
0: I don't recall there being any mandate to relinquish said coils.
2: Uh, Maeve kind of takes a nervous look at the rest of her crew and is like, if that is Miper, then what do they actually want with us? And if it's not Miper, then who? is it?
3: Why
4: did you not get rid of your coil back in Desneem?
5: I'm able to talk with my best friend because of this. I can't, I can't just throw that away without knowing that I'd be able to get him back.
0: You kind of beat us on our turf, I guess a couple of times now. Um, so I want to beat you on yours.
2: What about, uh, what about race along the top? First one to the other side wins.
0: That was a close one.
2: Yay. You, uh, saved my butt back there. Thanks. Thanks for that.
0: You are so welcome. Can you say that a little more into the camera, please? <laughs> <laughs> With all the same regard that you would have for taking batteries out of a remote, Sham opens up the Vice and removes the negative friction coil. And the moment he does, Carson can reverse to scamp him.
5: He sends out a message to the to the crew and he just says, I fucked up. I kept the coil. I was afraid of what I would lose, and now
2: I lost it. I kept the coil.
5: I
0: think it's time now to roll an opportunity.
2: After reading over these options, I think we're going to spend all three of our plus three uh, and take Team Up, a mutually beneficial opportunity for you and a rival or enemy.
0: On the LED billboards of Operablum, a new commercial begins to play. Scramcat and Wilkies join forces to bring you the most intense panic energy drink flavor yet, Scramcat's Cran Slam is only available to the most extreme slug blasters who take on Scramcat's newest course, the Cran Slam Kitty Cat Hover Track. Do you have what it takes to get slammed? Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Quantum Kickflip, a Slug Blaster Actual Play podcast. My name is Lena. I am your host and your Slugmaster. And with me are some of my best and funniest friends in the whole world, who will introduce themselves to you now, players. As you introduce yourselves, I want to know what is your favorite sport to play.
5: Hi, my name is Michael Vetch, and I'm here playing Walton Wick, the chill playbook with the robot companion. And my favorite sport to play would be soccer. The good old, good old uh, European football. I've I played it all the all grown up, indoor, outdoor. I'll kick a ball with my foot, and that's the
1: sport name. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Liam. I play Helix Pinnacle, the smarts playbook with the hard light board, uh, and I'm not really much uh, of a, of a s- sportsman, but uh, I did uh, enjoy when I played briefly lacrosse. Uh, having like a big catapult in your hand really compensates for the inability to throw things with any speed or accuracy. <laughs> <enough. So. laughs> Hi, my name's David Ray, and I play trev for the heart
4: playbook, and uh, the game I most like to play is basketball. I was... Uh, in Menendosa I was on the On the team And everything And went uh, To
0: regionals Nationals Districts I don't know We did not okay. hold the hoop
4: Was that the what Capitals did? <laughs> All I know is It was easy For me to get on the team Because I was the only person Who was six foot three So it's just like <laughs> You're on the team This is Menendosa There is no one else That's six three
3: Yeah <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm Robin. I play Maybelline Zandros, the Grit Playbook with the Photonic Jacket, and my favorite sport to play is air hockey. Is that a sport? Probably no, definitely <laughs> not, but I'm counting it anyway. Am I good at it? I think so. Is it mostly just that air hockey is a thing that people don't practice at and don't cultivate a skill. And it's just like, you only have to do it once every like few years, maybe. So then mm-hmm. people aren't practiced and, and, and it's easy to like excel at probably that one, <laughs> whatever air hockey. It's great. I love it.
0: <laughs> and as I mentioned, my name is Lena. I am your host and your slug master. And um, I don't think I play like real sports uh, like I like basketball, but mostly just like playing horse And, like, I like hockey, but I think that's because when I was, like, 13, my brothers and I would go out on the street. I think I've told this story before, where I was the goalie, and they'd be like, this is hockey now. We (laughs) shoot a ball at you. Uh, So just (laughs) whatever halfway's approximation of a sport, that's my favorite sport to play. (laughs)
5: When you said playing horse, I just pictured you galloping around a field. (laughs) I was like, oh, wait, no, the basketball
0: Yeah, yeah, not pretend horse, which also very much on the table. Speaking of sports... You have an opportunity to team up with a rival crew. What does that have to do with sports? We're about to find out. Let's play some Sun-busters! Yay! Woo!
1: Go team.
0: Gold Star Disaster we are going to join you on a video call. Whether you're together, perhaps in one of your improved hangout locations that you get with your extra clearance, or whether you're in your own domiciles taking this call, I leave up to you. But you are on a call with your sponsor rep for Wilkie's Candy Corporation. She has a bubblegum pink hair in a messy French braid, uh, looks like she hasn't slept in maybe four days. Uh, her name is Polyvinyl Chloride, but you can call her Clo. <laughs> Not Polly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, can we be all in different rooms just so we can get a description of what everyone's Zoom background is? Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And I think Helix has a stunts poster that features, uh, Mogi with like, <laughs> um, it looks like he's trying to shove a basketball into some hole on his body, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> we will leave it up to the imagination, but that's like they're all actually, all the guys are doing silly things with like different sports balls, and they're. because they're the stun screw, they're wild. Uh, and otherwise, uh, he's got a bunch of like diplomas and like certifications, things that say he's, you know, he's the best at this, he's top of that, he's got a certified like. Weirdly, he's got his own, you know, like they put on organic food, uh, like a label to say Certified Organic. He's essentially got that, but for the Pinnacle Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his organic certification.
0: Podboy. Yeah, Certified <laughs> Podboy. <laughs> the dichotomy um, of that. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Uh, hello, uh, Helix Pinnacle is on the call.
5: Trev
4: doesn't have a background. Instead, what you see is like it's a black screen with the same like kind of uh, electric blue uh Like things that are on his face. Oh, like
0: his pixels? His
4: pixels. So his face pixels just take up the majority of the thing.
5: Oh, like in a sci-fi
0: where you're like, this is the computer I'm talking to and this is our whole face. That's his camera. Yes, yes. Yes. perfect.
5: Uh, You can see that Walt is just taking the call from his bed, which is beside a window so he can smoke a death stick while he's on the call.
0: Kind of see a little flashes of the LED in the back lights yeah. in the background. It kind of changes color on his face. <laughs> Sometimes it makes him look blurrier than he he's is. Pretty moody. He's
5: he's not really watching the call. He's just kind of
2: staring off outside into the
5: yeah, mid, mid he's distance. A,
0: he's a little angsty right now.
2: Uh, and Mave's uh, camera is at a weird angle. Like she's she's technically in the frame, but it's like it's looking up at her from a really low angle and kind mm. of off on one side. Um, and it's uh, she's muted and she's not looking at the screen. She's got kind of like a placid look on her face. It maybe looks like she's, you know, meditating with the arbor. Like she's in some sort of a meditation thing and just has the call on While in her lap like, oh, and is trying to like covertly keep an eye on the conversation. Oh my
0: God, that's very good. <laughs> and I think uh, close background Is There's like a big Wilkie's W in the background and you can like see strategically placed on her desk. There's like uh, a hand uh, reverently holding up a wrapped candy and there's a a little case of of panic energy drink arranged in like a pyramid, uh, very much cultivated video call background. Uh, And she says... Thank you so much for agreeing to meet with me, Gold Star Disaster. I'm very excited to present this thrilling opportunity for you to collaborate with Wilkies and Scramcat.
1: Uh, yeah, we're very excited for this as well.
0: That's great. I'm so glad to hear that we're all so excited about this opportunity.
2: Maeve's one eye cracks open and she like looks down at the frame and, and then uh, uh, thumbs up just like raises into the frame and then back out and then she goes back to <laughs> meditating.
0: So we have been working towards a collaboration that is very exciting. Uh, we are releasing an exclusive flavor of panic energy drink in cooperation with Scramcat, Scramcat's Cran Slam. And the only way to get Cran Slam is to compete in their brand new obstacle course, the Scramcat Kitty Cat Hover Track. So as part of our marketing strategy, Wilkies and Scramcat have decided to get our respective crews to be the first to compete in the course and put your names on the leaderboard, giving you a spot in history as the first to take on the course, the first to enjoy the intense, delicious flavor of Scramcat's Cran Slam, and it also gives the opportunity for others to compete against you you set the benchmark
1: thank you very much for including us in this this amazing opportunity' we'll, we will do the Wilkies brand proud uh, of course uh, please uh, upload all of the contracts into Trev's Dropbox account um
0: <laughs> yeah let me just get on there right now uh Boop and they're in your they're in your hard drive um, it, instantly
4: <laughs> I have received them. Also, Chloe, I must note, are you feeling well? It seems like you are about to faint at any moment.
0: I'm having the time of my life. Working at Wilkie's is absolutely my dream job, and I wouldn't have it any other way.
4: It just seems that your blood sugar might be very low at this moment.
0: On the contrary, (laughs) Mr. Wilkie gives all of us our specially rationed glucose pods that ensures our blood sugar. It gives us optimal performance here at Wilkie's Candy Corporation.
1: Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly is the kitty cat crash course?
0: The kitty cat hover track. Uh, that's in uh contracts. Please ensure that you are saying the correct name of the Scramcat kitty cat hover track at all times, as well as Wilkies and cat. Scramcat presents Scramcat's Cran Slam.
1: Wilkies presents Cran Slam Crack can <laughs> uh, sorry what what dimension is this in is what i was asking
0: we will be going to the beautiful dimension of popularia
2: mave uh, in the frame like her mouth has been mouthing like thin words some sort of a mantra <laughs> but then if you're paying close attention and can read lips you can see that it has now changed to uh scramcat kitty cat hovertrack scramcat scram kitty cat hovertrack scramcat kitty cat hovertrack <laughs> All right, we'll be there.
0: Awesome. Get ready for these commercials to hit the screens. We're going to take Operablum and the larger multiverse by storm. See you in Popularia. Boop. And Chloe just like instantly leaves the call, leaving all of you in the call together.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah, team. This seems like the kind of thing real crews do's. How did you get all that, Maeve? Uh, the call unmutes for a sec
2: and uh, the one eye cracks open and looks down at the screen again and is like... Yeah, uh do we know who the other the other crew is? That like where the Wilkie's crew, who's who's the Scramcat crew? Travitz in the contracts. Who, who who is it again? Yes, it is
4: BRB, who will be joining us on the Scramcat Kitty Cat hover track.
5: <laughs> well that'll sure raise the stakes after the last video they posted of uh I mean, I'm sure it'll go fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maves, like, yeah, I was really hoping that they'd, you know send out some some rookies that they just signed on but i I guess they're they're sending their a team okay um i mean this is the big leagues
1: mave this is what you wanted isn't it
2: no you're right it is it is i just i listen gang we really got to win this one i i didn't mean to get into that thing with k jump back in tennis bar but you know they've uh won the most recent point and, and we really need to bring this one home if we're gonna get taken seriously do not worry maybelline we'll easily handle the Scrum Cat Kitty Cat Hover
4: Track in no time flat. Because the Scrum Cat Kitty Cat Hover Track is our specialty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With that, let us now go to the dimension of Popularia. But before we do... Oh. (laughs) Some of us have important business. We need to take care of Helix Pinnacle for your work with Mm -hmm. the Pinnacle Project. Can I get a d6 roll, please?
1: And what do I have to beat again this time?
0: You have to beat a four, so I hope you roll a five or a six. Not even worried. Two. So, by our rules, Mm -hmm. that means that you are going to start this run with a slam. It also means your slam counter resets back to one. So, the next time we make this roll, all you have to roll is a two, three, four, five, or six. That roll would have helped if it was one run later. <laughs> uh, I think you get another stint of going down into the fog.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Same sort of deal, trying not to get accosted this time, but actually trying to get down deeper into the fog to get more detailed readings. Mm-hmm even since the last time you were down there the last time you were down there the fog went up to 159 now it's kind of creeping around the 16 level Mm -hmm. so the fog has even come up again Mm -hmm. and uh as you go down you noticed two things of note that you passed along to the pinnacle project the first is that you felt pretty overwhelmed by the fog pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether or not you pushed on as far as you could, thinking you could go farther, uh, or whether you called it as soon as you started to feel the effects of that, I think is up to you. Mm -hmm. The second thing that you noticed is that you had your improved diagnostic tools to sort of help you get readings of the fog. That confirmed that the fog seems extra saturated right Mm -hmm. now. And the altitude readers in your diagnostic tools were all over the place. You could not get a consistent reading. You had a real rough time down there. By the time they pulled you up, that fog had really settled in. Any typical operablin, uh, lablin, uh, would have had a much worse time and probably would have had to do some extended hospitalization business. Uh, we are going to give you a fogged slam. And with that, we now go to the dimension of Popularia. A treagle, which is like an eagle if it were (laughs) plant-based, soars across the sunny sky, the wind under its wings producing the sound of rustling leaves. It lets out a piercing pine-needle cry that echoes immaculately off the picturesque mountain ranges in Popularia. These mountains are perfectly mountain-shaped, molded from silvery lavender earth and dusted with an iridescent blanket of snow that smells like hot chocolate powder. At first it looks like the wind is kicking up the snow into swirling rainbow patterns, But the patterns are actually wisps of space-time slush, just barely visible at this altitude. Towering coniferous trees cluster in big, friendly groups, laden with pitch-black needles coated with snow. It's cold, but just the right amount of cold that puts color in one's cheeks and reveals misty breath, without creeping under winter wear and biting at fingers and toes. Gold star disaster! You are stationed high on one of these perfect mountains, staring down an expansive slope strategically dotted with ever black trees. BRB is also here. The five of them are currently circled up and doing coordinated stretches, each of them wearing matching neon winter gear with patented scramcat speed stripes. Their sponsor rep is with them. He introduced himself as Drew, and you've only known him for 10 minutes, but he's already thrown out a hang loose sign on four separate occasions. <laughs> Chloe is also here, wearing a web-issue white cold suit that looks far too thin to be well-insulated, and yet she seems completely unbothered by the chill in the air. Welcome, Gold Star Disaster. I'm so happy to see that you made it safely to Popularia, but I didn't have any doubt.
2: <laughs> can we go around and describe what everyone's uh, winter gear looks like? Yes, please. I can start Mave. uh... Being from Thennis Bar and then Operablum has never had to deal with cold weather or snow in her entire life. Mm. Uh, so she's one of those people who's like, her winter gear is just too many layers of her regular clothing kind of <laughs> thing. Because she's still got to have her arborist jacket. That's her signature. So she's got like three sweaters on underneath that and two pairs of pants and like extra socks over her socks. Um, and... Maybe it looks like she's got cool fingerless gloves because she's, you know, a slug blaster and counterculture and she needs her hands to be able to operate her jacket. But if you were to look closer, those are socks that she's uh, cut five little holes into. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
5: boy. Uh, Walt is wearing his standard base layers, but instead of uh, accentuating it with a blazer, he has a long pea coat, Mm. uh, but it seems to be made out of leather. It's like it's not a trench coat. It's clearly a pea coat, but it's like. A weird material combo. He also has on what appear to be almost like digital earmuffs that go around the back of his head. Mm -hmm.
0: uh, As well
5: as uh, a scarf that is similarly segmented in the way that his tie typically is.
0: Yep, very good.
5: Uh, But dangling from his waist is his uh, daibo vice. His daibokan partner is nowhere to be seen. And he stares off into the distance, smoking wistfully. Uh,
4: Trev4 does not have anything... particularly different because he doesn't need like winter gear per se. Uh, however, he did update his uh, display of his face yeah. or whatever, where his eyes are now replaced with like uh, uh, snowflakes. They're yeah. mm. snowflake shaped. Um it does show that uh, he is losing power uh, <laughs>
5: because it is slowly draining his so battery. More, yeah. <laughs> is there
4: an active like battery life thing
3: yeah, on there? Yeah, in the it's, like,
4: yeah, it, the, it's not actually really updating to be a stylistic thing. It's actually warning like, oh, this is bad cold for mm-hmm. machines. Yeah. So,
0: like, uh, is Trevor wearing uh, a toque purely for the vibe? Uh, I was
1: imagining it would be a scarf. Oh around. Yeah. yeah, a yeah. single
0: scarf. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, and Helix is wearing a fairly utilitarian jumpsuit like he always wears, uh, but instead of it being, uh, you know, the sort of purple uh, that it normally is, it's the purple it normally is, but puffier. Um, <laughs> it's just an insulated utilitarian jumpsuit. That's not what's remarkable. He is wearing a full balaclava uh, mm-hmm. with just the mouth and the eyes sticking out. Um, and when as soon as somebody questions him, he's like, I, I don't I'd rather not take off the the balaclava if, if that's that's possible the the goings-ons at the pinnacle project have, have left something of a of a toll
0: well uh, that may be a bit of a problem because this entire event is going to be televised and people will want to see the beautiful faces of gold star disaster
1: okay and he lifts up his uh, uh, balaclava um and he's kind of got like his whole face is slightly puffy everywhere <laughs> uh, and is kind of like a gaunt yellow color kind of like halfway between like in terms of the puffiness Much like his jacket, it's puffy. Um, (laughs) uh, Sort of halfway between, like, someone who just got Botox and someone with a peanut allergy who's, like, eating something they're not supposed to. Like, his whole face is just a little bit, like, puffy. He's like, okay, hopefully you can edit this out in in post.
0: Uh, makeup.
2: Makeup. Uh, uh. uh, Looks great. He likes the, the, it's a nice complimentary color to the jumpsuit. That's all the <laughs> best she can do.
1: <laughs> and yeah, sorry. It's it's just because I I've been doing some stuff with the Pinnacle Project. I, I got to wear the the ballot cl- And he basically just repeats himself. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, no, man. You just you just said that. Uh, all of this to say, he's he is fogged. He has taken that slam, <laughs> fogged. Yeah. His brain is a little slower than usual, and uh, his his skin doesn't look very good. But he basically does the same scene again. Unprompted. <laughs> <laughs> and good thing you're not the smarts playboy. Oh, no.
3: <laughs>
1: Helix, you look great
4: uh, considering how close to death you look. Thanks, Trev.
0: <laughs> An assistant, uh, maybe they're wearing all black, uh, uh, a ball cap under a toque, uh, comes up to you, Helix, and, and starts applying powder to um. your face. Um, it's, it's all they have and it does absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Looks
2: like his face is eating the powder. How is that (laughs) possible? (laughs) As Helix is going through wardrobe, Maeve kind of, uh, uh, sidles up to Walt and sort of pulls him aside a little bit and is like, Hey, uh, how you, how you feeling? I know you sent us all that message and well, everything with carcinic scampi. I, I just, you know, you ready for this? <sighs>
5: Wish the trees didn't smell so much like licorice. It
2: blends really weird with the smoke. Yeah, yeah, you're ready for this. We're good. <laughs> this is gonna go just plesta.
5: I'm, I'm glad that you're still here, Maeve.
2: Yeah, of, of course. Listen, Walt, we we all understand. Like, it, you keeping the coil... Is not a a good thing, but we get it. It was it was for Carcinakin. That's you. You had to do what you had to do. Just next time, I hope you you trust us enough to tell us the reason instead of trying to hide it.
5: I know. I just thought I'd come so far, but still struggle with doing things on my own terms.
2: If I remember, Rat, the the thing you struggled with most was feeling like you belonged on this slug blasting crew and I'm, I'm here to tell you that you do we got your back even when things get rough we'll we'll be here for you we'll we'll stand by your decisions you just got to let us in and she kind of reaches over and uh, gives the hand that's not holding a death stick a squeeze <laughs> uh,
5: Walt throws his death stick down sort of like squashes out in a snowbank and says well let's show my gold star disasters made of Vuxia yeah.
2: and she claps him on the back <laughs> a little too hard <laughs>
0: Alright everyone, gather round, gather round! Let's break down the rules of the Scramcat Hover Track! And uh, uh, Drew uh, throws out a hang loose sign as he's calling out <laughs> to all of you. Uh, he, he and Chloe are kind of standing at um, what you see to be the starting line. Uh, I think it's maybe like a, a bright red line that has been like kind of painted in the snow. <laughs> You're sort of between two uh, so pointy, perfectly triangular mountains um, staring down this big slope. Ahead of you, there are two sort of like rock formations um, and then sort of beyond them you can kind of see uh, some trees and they, they sort of break down how this is gonna go. So what you see before you is the Scramcat kitty cat hover track, which is broken down into three sections with three checkpoints. Yeah, and you'll, you're gonna be graded on each of these checkpoints according to three criteria, control, Flare, Speed. (laughs) If you get a good score in all three criteria, you will place on the leaderboard. But you don't need to worry about that because the leaderboard is currently empty, soon to be filled with the names of all of you fine slug blasters. And she gestures in an extremely rehearsed way uh, to the four of you (laughs) in Gold Star Disaster and the five members of BRB. So, of course, you do want to score high. You want to set a good example, but it's not like you need to compete against each other or anything. There's more than enough spots on the leaderboard. That's right. All you need to do is have fun out there. And she does the most half-hearted arm pump you've ever seen. (laughs) Any questions?
4: Yes. Chloe, have you eaten today? It seems like you (laughs) need... To have more sugar in you right now.
0: I can assure you I have more than enough sugar in me currently. It makes up 90% of my diet as a faithful, jubilant employee of Wilkie's (laughs) Candy Corporation.
2: Uh, Maeve's got two hands up.
0: Question over there.
2: Yeah, so just to be clear, this is a collab. We're all working together to complete the course, but we are going to be recording who completes each one the best like that we're we are being ranked
0: oh yeah the leaderboard absolutely has a ranking but you will all be placed on the leaderboard
2: yeah but but in an order and the top of the order is who did, did the best
0: by the rules of the track the kitty cat hover track absolutely and you see brb is like giving you all looks like oh yeah we're coming for you <laughs> uh with varying degrees of like um Severity on a scale from whiplash to Tybalt.
2: <laughs> Where what does K jump look like? Mave looks at K jump.
0: Oh, I think K jump is dead in the middle. Okay, like re- ready to have just like such a great time, but she's gonna crush you. You know,
2: it's Mave is uh, is shook. <laughs> <laughs> Normally she wouldn't be, but after their last encounter and and the embarrassment of getting saved by K jump, she's she's like. Yeah, K-Jump's in her head. (laughs)
5: So remind me, we got Whiplash, K-Jump, Tybalt.
0: And then you have two others that uh, tend not to come up very often because it's hard to play more than five or more than three NPCs at once. Uh, But Bez and Zenly. Bez. (laughs) Uh, Bez is wearing giant noise canceling earmuffs. Um, and, and I, I believe their hover skates are red, uh, and, uh, Zenly has, uh, pink hover skates very much like, uh, K-Jump, um, and she's got a visor, uh, across her, her head that, and, like, a very stylish toque with pom-pom, um, and sticking out of the toque are holographic kitty cat ears that are being projected by the hyperoptic visor.
4: I have another question.
0: Yes, I'm here to answer your questions
4: is the scramcat kitty cat hover track race a team versus team or are we racing individually
0: well each of you is going to have your own esteemed spot on the scramcat kitty cat leaderboard oh
4: be careful there
0: <laughs> it's i'm hang on i'm okay <laughs> but of course because you each have your own individual spots you can choose to compete as individually or team-based or team-based. And she gestures really broadly to everyone and kind of gives you a look that she thinks is like, isn't this a great joke I told? But all of you can't help but interpret it as, please help me. Uh, <laughs> that you want it to be.
1: <laughs> My question involves the three legs. Uh, can you describe some of the obstacles we will encounter on each, each of these Three legs.
0: Each leg of the Scramcat Kitty Cat Hover Track is specialized to bring out your skills in control for the first leg, flare for the second, speed for the third.
1: Excellent. I was concerned we had to show off each attribute over three legs.
0: I mean, you can try, but it's certainly easier to emphasize one over the others. I guess it just depends on how extreme of a slug blaster you are. And he throws out another hang loose on extreme.
1: Gridge, thank you.
0: All right. If there aren't any other questions, let's get you all on the starting line. Uh, So you are now all lined up. BRB is sort of lined up all together. And then you sort of continue the line with the four of you. From where you are, it's a little bit difficult to see how this first leg of the course is shaping up. Like I said, there are those two sort of rock formations um, out in front of you, and it looks like you can either go in between them and it looks like it might go up, and then, or you can go along the outsides where you can kind of see some of these trees poking out above the rock formations. So there are three checkpoints to this track. Um, I will accept individual roles or team roles, however you want to sort of tackle each leg of this. Every time there is a role, I am going to roll a straight D6 for one member of BRB to see how they do. And by the end, I will do wizard math and have scores to put <laughs> on the leaderboard. Close says... Everybody, get ready! You can barely hear her. Uh, Drew, booming voice. Three, two, one! And both of them raise their hands up and sound off dual air horns. As Drew mentioned, each leg of the track focuses on a specific slug blaster skill. You're currently in the control section, so you need to demonstrate that you can control your descent through this area. So your role is basically going to see how well your control is. You can also add flair or speed. You can incorporate those in whatever you decide to do. You can do this by spending more resources or doing a trick.
2: As these air horns uh, sound off, Maeve kind of darts her eyes back and forth to each member of her crew, uh, like, ready? We talked about this. And then as the moment that the air horns sound, uh, she's going to use flash patterns on her jacket. Roll to blind, daze, confuse, and or cause seizures in targets that can see your jacket. Uh, so she wants to just let off a burst of light uh, that will hopefully momentarily blind uh, the <laughs> members of BRB. Uh, just like not to do lasting damage, but just to throw them off their game so mm-hmm. that we can get. Uh, a head start
0: is Maeve maybe in the middle like it's all of BRB and then gold star disaster and Maeve is the first person so you're like next to King yeah Jump, maybe? exactly yeah nice
2: um but but we have uh planned this in advance and everyone knows to like not look directly at, at Maeve at this moment mm-hmm. um, even if we hadn't Helix's eyes are almost entirely puffed over so. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> um so I would love to roll for that Uh, and I'm going to use my ability patient when you reveal how you've been waiting to act, get plus one D6 or plus one kick on your action.
0: Fantastic.
2: Um, I will also mark a D6 for my jacket. Uh, so with the patient, that's going to be three D6 that I'm rolling off the bat here. Yeah. Rolling with three D6. We got a one, we got a four, and we got a six. A
0: six yeah. is a complete success. You blind the members of BRB <laughs> and throw them off as soon as the race starts.
2: Um, yeah, Maeve uh, lets out this pulse. I think it's it's like a sort of... It, it strobes out of her jacket as she rockets forward, almost like it's you know part of the acceleration, um, but clearly also meant to um uh, have this negative effect on brb and uh she sort of motions for her crew to all follow and we we take off down the center
0: amazing you're going sort of between the rock formations
2: uh maybe i won't speak for everyone but that's sort of she's she's kicked things off and she's heading between the formations
0: sweet to pay this off what i'm gonna do is when it comes to my role for brb i'm gonna roll 2d6 and take the lower result
1: vuxia yeah. If we're going between the two rock formations, Helix is uh, not far behind you. He's turned his hard light board into the shape of a snowboard, so it's nice and long and wide, Uh, and he starts sort of doing the slalom motion, the back and forth as he goes, Mm -hmm. Um, but with each sort of swing up and down the, the sine wave that he's making through the slalom, it gets wider and wider until it looks like... If he goes out any wider, he's gonna crash into these rock formations,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and that's part of the trick. Check it.
3: Uh, <laughs> and
1: is going to use my. I haven't actually got to use this, but uh, I've added the nega friction outsoles normally associated with the skip mode runners to the bottom of the hoverboard, and he is basically going to slalom up the wall and then down again, and then up the wall and then down again of this rock formation that he's snowboarding between.
0: Um, I love this. This yeah. is great. As you're moving between the rock formations, Helix and Maeve and anyone else who is going between them, you find that it's ramping up and you can sort of see everything sort of out around you. You see these trees. They are very like sparse, almost like very strategically planted mm. uh, to be in very specific distances from each other. And you are sort of coming up onto a plateau that you are then going to ramp off of. Um, and this jump is going to be in amongst the trees, so the landing has to be really careful. Sure. Um, so as you're going up and, uh, along these plateaus, creating sort of a makeshift half pipe for yourself, and you're approaching this jump, do you want to go faster as a result of this maneuver, or do you want to look super cool?
1: Look, or look both? super cool. I mean, control is the main thing, the fact that he can control himself up and down these walls. Uh, but I think he wants to look super cool. That's uh, why he's doing a trick about it. Uh, and I'd like to invoke lateral thinking. When you try a trick with a creative approach, mark one style, even on a failed roll, uh, I think going up a wall is literally lateral thinking. <laughs> so, this is amazing. This this fresh powder's incredible. Uh, and because the makeup didn't work, I think he's just wearing a Wilkie's balaclava now. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just traded in it. So it's just got a, there's a purple W on the back of his head.
0: And uh, adding any resources? I will add a attitude
1: d6 because i'm using lateral thinking so i'll pull it from the playbook not the device Hmm. 2d6 six
0: all right you are going to look hella slick uh going on this half pipe and uh firing off onto the slope and i will say that you land safely
1: right on that that was great just feeling good guys how's, how's everybody else doing and he turns around to look back and see what the other two are up to Trev's rocket knees engage, and
4: you know he's got the hover thing on his chest, so he he's able to keep it pretty low to the ground. Mm. Uh, but now that he's on snow, he actually uh, uses his hands to like touch the the powder and everything like that to like help turn like him think? sharper, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff that he can't normally do on like hard ground or whatever. Mm. Um, he's using that. He's engaging with his omniscience aperture to kind of like read. Uh, All these different rock formations, he is doing it to calculate getting as close as he can to the rock formation to really, like, do really tight turns and all that kind of thing to um, make it look as controlled as possible. Mm. Um, And I'm going to use an extra die from my visor.
0: So you're uh, weaving through the rock formations. You're also like weaving through the trees, maybe more along the outside of the track kind of thing?
4: Yeah, like I, I'm trying to go as quick as possible. And like these tight turns will help me do that, right? Cool. Uh, and and I think that there's like one uh, at one point that you probably shouldn't do it, especially if you were on a board. But there's like maybe a couple of trees that are pretty close together that prevents you from cutting off some more time. But I'm going to actually go between these two trees so it's just wide enough for me as a person nice yeah uh, yeah, yeah. to like
2: skim through you're like flying with your you like you know like you're laying down on your chest but then for this you have to like go up on your side for a sec.
4: (laughs) yeah that's right yeah uh and, you know, in that moment, turn off the hover thing. Yeah. So they, like, uh, maintain it. So it's going to be a very specific kind of trick and mm-hmm. check it. I'm going to master the scram cat kitty cat hover
0: track.
4: And, uh, uh, yeah, extra die from my visor and, uh, Heck, why not one for my attitude as well?
0: Uh, So you are rolling with 3d6, it sounds like, Mm -hmm. Um, and focusing on control with uh, a little trick to help boost your speed?
4: Yeah, that's right. Sick. Three, five,
0: and a six. You are able to expertly weave through these trees. Your control is immaculate. Let me describe the map a little bit, because I made a map. Uh, for my own brain and purposes. <laughs> um, you would have seen this as the in the commercial as the camera pans over the entirety of the obstacle course. You were actually in the part of the obstacle course that looks like the head of a kitty cat. <laughs> you started at the top of the head, the two triangular oh. mountains were the ears, you're going past these rock formations that are the eyes, Uh, Maeve, Helix, Walt, you have ramped off of the nose, and Trev is currently weaving his way through the whiskers.
2: (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I think
5: with this leg of the track being the one uh, focused on control, uh, there's an aspect to this where Walt is is sort of exhibiting that chill zen where he's incredibly in control of the situation, but it doesn't look like he's exerting effort Mm. to make it through this portion of the course. He's just very... Mm-hmm. He has a very lax pose upon his board as he kind of he drifts back and forth between obstacles, making his way toward the jump. And I think he's just like he's been on edge a lot lately. As he goes off the jump into the air, he's going to pull out a desk stick and light it. Again, very <laughs> absently, just kind of mm-hmm. living by his vices. But it looks cool as hell in midair mm-hmm. for no mm-hmm. reason.
0: Okay, great, great. Yeah. Does this count as a trick? Yeah, you
5: could check it out probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: great, great. It it <laughs> will look cool as hell, especially if you land this properly. If.
5: Big if. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess for this roll, the chills uh, always starts off with two d6. I think I want to take a dare to add a third. And could I possibly use one of the hype die? Yeah. Oh, cool. So we'll be rolling a 4d6 on this. Uh, this uh, un- unintended trick.
0: Uh, trouble bite or problem.
5: Oh right, uh, trouble for that.
0: All righty, you are taking a trouble.
5: <laughs> so uh, uh, it's it's a three. I got, but it's a three with a one and a, a pair of twos. So there's still style on that. <laughs>
0: there's still some okay. Um, mark a style <laughs> because okay. Here's what it is: you lighting the death stick does look super cool, and if you clip it. Uh, to like two seconds before what's gonna happen next, it's a sick shot.
3: <laughs>
0: but then I think you just just crash headfirst into a tree, <laughs> uh, George of the Jungle style, <laughs> uh, and are like tumbling down. The tree is like shaking, and all the snow is piling on top of you <laughs> as you're going down. Um, and I'm gonna give you the slam of George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maeve wants to nope it.
0: Maeve is noping! Yeah.
2: I think she sees Walt, you know, doing his casual, lighting his death sick, going off the edge, and like, where where he's being very uh, laid back about it, she sees the arc and is like, That's not going to work. He needs to
0: watch out for that tree. Yeah, he needs to watch out for that tree.
2: Um, And so she sort of uh, gets low on her board, increases her own speed, and tries to, like, take the jump and also kind of cut him off and basically tackle him to one side so that we will both miss the tree.
0: Very good. Yeah. So then I think in that case, uh, uh, you don't just fully slam into this tree. Uh, it is not a pretty landing. Uh, you both very much like tumble together through the snow, um, but it is very soft and powdery snow, uh, so you're not going to take any uh, serious hits from it. But Maeve, you are going to mark two trouble.
2: Can do. Uh,
0: sorry,
5: Maeve. Thank you. I,
2: I get my head in the game.
0: Get my head in the game.
2: Easy. It's it's just the first leg. You got. We got time.
0: All right. With that, I am going to. Uh, make a role for how brb largely does in this leg yeah uh, in the control leg they were all like in formation each of them had like a pose that was individualized to them but like matched and was cohesive with all of <laughs> brb and then they like all tensed and then as soon as the air horns went off and Maeve uh set off her flash patterns BRB was like oh, oh, oh god oh no oh no okay okay form up form up form up uh and yeah, it took them several seconds to sort of get it together but then they all sort of took off information uh so I'm going to roll uh, 2d6 straight up I am taking the lower results to see generally how folks do <laughs> I rolled a three and a one. (laughs) Um, They are blinking the spots out of their eyes. It does not help that the snow is this iridescent pink and green and yellow that reflects the light in beautiful ways. So they cannot tell what is snow and what is spots in their eyes. Uh, I think one of them just fully crashes into one of the rock formation kitty cat eyes. There's uh, no! <laughs> uh, they're all like, oh, center, center. There's no trees here, center. So they all make their way down the center and then they don't quite have the depth perception to realize that they're ramping off. So they don't build up enough speed to be able to jump properly. And they all kind of tumble pathetically down like the jowls of the kitty cat. <laughs> um, you can hear some of them getting a little bit upset. You can hear Whiplash going like, come on guys form up let's go um and something's like we can do it gang keep it together (laughs) Uh, and uh uh all four of you uh very much uh are in this next leg of the track before they are Hello there, Gold Star listeners. It's Milena, your Slugmaster Game Blaster. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Quantum Kickflip. We absolutely love doing this show for you, and we absolutely love hearing from you. Whether it's chatting us up in the Wilkie's Candy Lab Discord, or leaving a review for us, or recommending our show to a friend, it really makes our day. You can support us by following us at Quantum Kickflip on social media, where we post new episode updates, audiograms, and more. You can also support us by subscribing to Quantum Kickflip on Patreon. For just $2 a month, you can join the Shredder tier and get access to all new episodes of Quantum Kickflip two days early Or, for just $5 a month, you get early access plus exclusive bi-weekly bonus content, including interviews, outtakes, and more. If you want to learn more about how the music gets made, what the inspiration is behind that, Robin has some behind-the-scenes featurettes about how he composes the music. If you want to hear me breaking down the inspiration behind some of the runs that I've designed, then our Patreon is the place for you. Head to patreon.com slash quantum kickflip and subscribe today. I'd like to thank our sponsors at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. You can learn more about them at amaas.ca. We release Quantum Kickflip bi-weekly, so you can catch the next chapter of the Popularia run on Wednesday, February 21st. Let's get you back to the action. So as you move out of the control portion of the hover track and into the flare portion, the mountain ranges around you, they were sort of like rounded out and pretty broad, you know, to make the chubby cheeks of the kitty cat. Uh, And they sort of narrow in on either side of you, sort of funneling you into this channel. Um there are sort of cliff ridges on either side, and the snow in this particular area has pooled in just such a way that it's like you're traveling down a long winding half pipe. You've got the like silvery lavender of the mountain, you've got the glittering uh, pinks and greens of the snow. And in amongst this you see dotted along the mountain ranges, little bright orange devices that you realize are cameras uh, placed there by Scramcat. Uh, They call them Scramcams, because Mm -hmm. of course they do. Um, and it looks like they are set in such a way that they are sort of pointed towards an especially gorgeous mountain backdrop, uh, for a cool trick as you take up the frame. But of course you have to make sure you have enough air mm-hmm. to get in frame. So there are quite a few of these cameras dotted along this long pathway. So you've got lots of opportunities to look real slick. What do you do?
4: Trev is barreling down and... In- Heading towards uh, the side of the half pipe. he's going to do a, a series of tricks. I'm going to roll first, and then we can you can decide. Especially if I fail, what, what happened to me? Um, okay. But uh, I'm going to use a die for my attitude. Okay. Uh, I'm I, I'm actually going to use another from my turbo as well.
0: Sure. So you got three d six.
4: Attention, scramcat, kitty cat, hover track, check yet. And a two, a three, and
0: a six. A six? Okay, you are able to pull off your tricks, my friend.
4: So Trev is still trying to maintain as much speed as possible, but as he ramps up the one side of the half pipe, he uh, undoes the rocket knees for a second and turns into like a spinning pirouette into Mm -hmm. the air. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, turns back into form, back into the rocket knees, and, like, uh, starts racing back down onto the half pipe, goes over to the other side. Uh, same kind of thing. Uh, unfolds the knees and does, like, a, a back flip that turns and rotates back down, <laughs> uh, rushes down, and uh, he's just doing all of these, like, weird, like, Combination of gymnastics poses and moves. I'm
0: picturing the combination of like a transformer turning from like a car to a robot and a Rubik's Cube.
4: Yeah, a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> uh,
4: and there are, t- uh, one of the things he does try to do is always like when he is passing by one of the sc- uh, is that <laughs> he uh, makes his head be always facing the camera and so that he's (laughs) smiling. (laughs) (laughs) The, like,
0: display always, like, whips around.
4: Yeah, despite where his body is his <laughs> head is still always upright and like looking dead into the camera
2: all, always Ooh, can i make an offer for you because i can't do it <laughs> sure uh the last camera you go by uh you reach out and just plunk a gold star right onto the Line. lens so it like
4: <laughs> fills the screen yeah you can see the outline of a yeah uh, of the sticker yeah
0: oh very good i love this
4: so that's another style.
0: That is another style you get to refill your attitude because you succeeded. Yes Trev 4 is doing very well. Gold star disaster in general is doing very well and it is at this point that I want to spend a bite. Oh no um, <laughs> BRB is is forming up uh, uh, Whiplash and Zenly are both sort of hyping up the crew the best ways that they can. K jump spins around she's got her voidware backpack in hand and she's holding it closed she sticks her elbows out and the other four members of brb kind of flank her and they join up to make kind of a chain she opens up her voidware backpack and immediately just this like burst of momentum force energy just like Fires out of it uh, like a cool beam.
3: Uh, She's firing
0: beams. Uh, (laughs) She shoots backwards, plummeting straight down this half pipe. The rest of BRB kind of takes this momentum uh, and rides it for a bit, but then they all break off, and all four of them, real slick go to different cameras and start doing their tricks. K-Jump is basically sacrificing flair to help her teammates and shoot her down the track as fast as possible. Um, this kicks up a bunch of snow. Uh, and so to make it through here with enough flair, I need a kick for every roll in this section.
1: Oh, because the snow is
2: blocking the cameras?
0: Yeah,
1: Your blinding move is a great choice, Maeve, but it looks like they, you know, served it right back to us.
2: Uh, hearing this gives Maeve an idea, because that—that that is true. They've basically turned it around on us. Um, but she realizes that, yeah, she's wearing a jacket that can flash bright colors and do cool stuff. So um, I'm going to roll to do some tricks on this half halfpipe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to use that same ability, flash patterns, only this time not a, a strobe of light to blind enemies, but just like bright flashy colors going off to cut through the snow so that you can see me on camera
0: Ooh. i'm like the
2: uh, i've got like a glowing aura around me <laughs>
0: that rules let's get a roll
2: so i am going to use that ability that's mostly just for flavor um i'm gonna mark a kick for my jacket because that's what's required of me um i will mark my jacket's uh remaining d6 as well Can I, I want to do, like, this is all about tricks, so I'm doing a trick here. Yeah. If I mark an extra kick, uh, can I get extra style? Absolutely. Wonderful. I'll mark another kick off my jacket, Um, and I am going to also mark a D6 from my attitude uh, to put me at three, and the way that my grit is playing into this is I think I I see that it's K-jump specifically that pulled this maneuver, Mm -hmm. and that, that gets to Maeve, and her resolve has never been stronger. She needs to ace this section and look as cool as possible doing it so uh, that's how the, the grit is coming into play
3: that's All her right. focus
2: her determination roll them with 3d6 and 2 kick we got a 3 we got a 5 and we got a 6
0: oh those 6's baby keep let's coming. go
2: uh, so yes Maeve uh, engages the flash patterns once again uh, she is surrounded by a glowing golden aura of light uh, making her like a beacon that shines through this snow. She does all the coolest tricks that I definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> she's going up off this half pipe and she's doing grabs and she's doing uh, spins of varying degrees, uh, multiples of 180 uh, even.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want three trick names, please. Uh,
2: okay, and these are Thennus tricks, so you of may course, not have heard of, of course, them yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. from the Thennus slug blasting scene. I wouldn't want it any um, other way. But uh, she does a um, she does a half Larsham obviously. <laughs> of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you make your legs uh, spin? Uh, like <laughs> you you spin around like a Larsham's legs do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a flip, uh, like a front flip thing with a grab involved. Um, she does a a three-handed everything grab
0: <laughs> <laughs> nose tail extra
2: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally she completes the set uh, with a full Larsham
0: <laughs> alright leave him wanting more and then deliver <laughs> I love this
1: so I get two style for that do I
0: congratulations
1: thank you uh, Helix is sliding down the mountain and he catches Walt out of the corner of his eye coming up, uh, behind him. Uh, and he looks over at Walt while well, they've got this, a uh, little bit of clear track before the half pipe. Uh, Walt, where, where's Scampykin? Where, where's your Daibo-kin? I gotta imagine, I mean, uh, I, uh, Snow is just frozen water. I feel like he'd be right at home in this. Uh, probably, I don't know. I just,
5: I just don't want anything to happen to him. Besides, I, I, I need to show that I I can contribute to Gold Star Disaster. Me, you know, as a hoverboarder. <laughs> uh, and with with that, I think Walt kind of like leans in to the descent, uh, and then starts making his approach up one side toward the first scram cam.
0: Tybalt is sort of comes down as you're approaching the one that he's doing uh and maybe you've seen Tybalt before and you know him to be just like a super laid-back guy um he is wearing a shirt his jacket is open so that's still like flapping about mm-hmm. um and uh you're used to him having, having kind of a doofy look on his face but as you pass him he just kind of had he looks very stony mm-hmm. uh and he Whips past you, maybe a little closer uh, than you would want him to be for comfort.
2: Stony, not stoned, as he usually was.
5: A
0: little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, to be honest with you. <laughs> just double
2: checking. That's like, uh, he's coming
5: back down after hitting his pose on the first cam. Yeah. I think Wolt is going to immediately just like give up on making it up to the first one. Oh. He's going to crank his direction to follow closely behind okay. Tybalt. Mm-hmm. And my my ploy here, I think, is... Wolt wants to show up in the background of each one of Tybalt's
3: picks,
5: (laughs) (laughs) and he wants to to pull out his zero-beam pistols, and he wants to fire little holes through his shirt. As it ripples in each one of his each one of the shots.
3: Not the shirt.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Walton Wick. He's not wearing it to keep warm or anything. <laughs> it's
0: it is for the vibe, you're right. But that shirt has Scramcat speed stripes on it.
5: Alright, uh, so for this uh the chill starts off with the 2d6. Mm-hmm. Uh to get a kick, I think I'm gonna have to take a dare for that. You uh you want a bite?
0: I want a bite. Mm, yeah. Okay, okay so interesting that you're not using the resources provided to you by your signature device. Uh, well, I,
5: I kind of got to use the device to do that, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> uh, scampy can inside the board just goes... Bur, bur, bur,
0: bur. <laughs> but you can't hear him. <gasps> the GM can and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, I do think on this one I want to invoke an ability that I just got. Uh, sacrifice your body. Take a slam to get plus 2d6 to your action. Slam can't be noped or avoided in any way. Uh, Yet another pair of twos, but this time the high roll is a six.
0: Oh, thank goodness. You actually (laughs) succeed on this. Okay. So you mark a style for Steezy. Uh, I think your slam for Sacrifice Your Body is going to be an emotional slam. Mm -hmm. um, Because it really does seem like Tybalt has you a little bit distracted and kind of doing things almost more to him than mm. for yourself if that makes sense. Yeah. Um so I think I'm going to give you it's it's like the emotion I'm sort of looking for is like a little resentful, a little competitive. I don't know if jealous is quite right. You know what I mean? It's
5: pretty unchill.
0: It's pretty unchill. Um uh no chill. No chill. No chill.
5: No chill. <laughs> 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 I appreciate how this kind of became less of a sacrifice your body,
2: more of a sacrifice your soul.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess.
2: No chill, slime. Good thing you're not the chill play. Oh, oh no!
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, maybe what we'll do is I'm going to tell you the tricks that Tybalt is doing, and you can tell me how you bux it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think for the first one, his uh, hover skates look a little bit more heavy-duty compared to the others. Um, and as he uh, uh, ramps up to the next one, he actually meant changes his mass a little bit and, like, goes up really quick, and then it's like he's moving in slow motion uh, as he's doing a cool roller skating trick, a lemon 360. It's one leg go back, one leg go forward, and uh, the arms are doing stuff, and it looks cool. <laughs> Except... <laughs>
5: I think, yeah, with the the one leg forward, one leg back, you can see in the bottom of the frame between the legs, Walt is in the background there, and you also, then there is a clear single hole in the part of the shirt flapping out underneath his right arm.
0: <laughs> Very good. Uh, he he lands and goes to the other camera. I don't think he's clocked that you're behind him quite yet. Um, he activates his own uh, inertial vortex, and both of you actually rocket. Uh, towards this camera really, really quickly and as he gets air he starts doing like a little running man situation.
5: Uh, Because it's slowed down enough Wolt actually manages to mirror the run in the background. It almost looks like he's running to catch up with him somehow. The the (laughs) perspective is real weird but there's a second hole that appears in the shirt.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then on the last one uh, he, he starts kind of weaving a little bit because he sees that you're in his wake and, and it's bugging him. Uh, he goes up, flips upside down, and then activates his stasis anchor, which just fully freezes his kinetic deck. <laughs> uh, and he sort of is just like upside down, hanging, arms crossed. He's doing cool poses. His jacket kind of flaps out behind him and it's like kind of a Swiss cheese situation. <laughs>
5: I think this one, since he has stopped, Walt's actually right behind him, kind of peeking over his shoulder. And you can see through this third hole, Walt's uh, uh, zero beam pistol on the other side of the shirt. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Oh, very good. He actually turns and on camera, he's looking, he's like, hey man, what? Out uh, and then I think you go down and do like a really slick landing while he's still hanging and he he's now distracted so he deactivates his stasis anchor but he can't land it smoothly he just kind of has to try and be on his feet you really thrown him for a loop here
1: <laughs> Walt that was so good you're crushing it Helix is bringing up the kind of back of the pack here he can see the snow is kicked up he knows he's going to really have to make a splash on these uh, uh, scram cams To make an impact, Uh, I want to take this opportunity to remind our listeners of sort of how Helix's board works, the hard light board, Mm -hmm. how I imagined it. So it's like a disc that's maybe a little over a foot in diameter. It normally just kind of sits on his forearm when he's not using it. And then when it's time to skate, uh, it separates into two semicircles with hard light between it to make the shape of a skateboard.
3: Mm-hmm. Or
1: he makes it longer, it's a snowboard. Or he makes it wider, it's a surfboard. Or he gives it a weird little flappity tail and it's one of those kind of fish-shaped skateboards from the 70s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. What have you. Uh, so that's sort of how it works. And then anytime he's doing other things, he's got these sort of two half semicircles that can extend in different directions. If you think back to any episode, he the light just sort of comes out in a flat plane from these two semicircles... D- always between them, but also beyond them,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: that's how he's done all the, the things since. I just feel that's relevant for what I'm going to describe here. Uh As he's heading down, he starts activating a lot of the changes to the board. He's going from a snowboard position, which is basically just, you know, the two semicircles with hard light between them, initiate Y-axis form of skis. Uh <laughs> And the he sort of turns from being, you know, going sideways, like one foot... You know, his, his right foot in front of the left foot. He's mm-hmm. sideways. He's snowboarding. He, like, shifts his weight. So now both of his feet are straight forward down the mountain. And the board shifts underneath him to give him two skis that are connected by, like, a very fine bit of hard light. So they make, like, a really narrow H. Mm-hmm. Does that, mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then it doesn't stop there. He <gasps> goes, uh, hex code FFD700, which is the hex code for gold. <laughs> uh, he turns the, he's only returned him actually invisible color before, but he can't change the colors. And then, uh, ready flare, two thirds triangle. Um, and he's like readied, uh, in a further adaptation for when he hits the air. Um, if colon air. Uh, <laughs> he gives it like an if statements when he hits the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he is What's just. What's the then colon? <laughs> We're about to find then out. Then colon triangle two third, uh, flare extension. And, uh, yeah, he's just going to do a sick trick. I guess this is technically the energy lattice because he's rolling to reform your board into custom shapes, including tools, hand, weapons, and other useful things. Mm-hmm. He's forming it into, uh, skis that also have triangles coming out the back of them. Love it. Uh, And turning them gold. So I'm going to do a jacket, uh, a trick using my energy lattice. I'll add the kick to satisfy your snow bite and a D6 from the turbo. Uh, So I'm rolling with two D6 and he's going to do a sick trick. And if I succeed, I'll describe what I'm going for with this triangle gold description. And if I fail, you tell me what happens. Five.
0: Five. We got a mixed success. So go ahead and start uh, describing this trick, and then I might intervene.
1: Yeah, so he's gone gone from being on a snowboard to skis, uh, though there is a little bit of hard light connecting the skis, because um, that's how it has to work. Uh, and then he gets the first bit of air, and the if statement triggers, and he's kind of, think of like two grilled cheese sandwiches on the back two-third of his skis, mm-hmm. like triangle shapes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and then, as he gets up in front of the camera, he just does the like pizza thing with the skis, where he puts the two tips of the skis together. And now the triangles are uh, sort of of to the you know b vertices of the triangles are parallel to each other, mm-hmm. and his nose is pointed. Uh, it looks like a star. It looks like a gold star when yeah, he points his. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, some of that hard light that was between the two semicircles making the little H fills in yeah. uh, the rest of it it kind of doesn't fully look like a star on the bottom but up at the top it's definitely the top half of a star um, and he just like holds that pose in front of the first camera uh, and I think he actually does that in front of every camera, but he just sort of changes. Like he does it once, where it's an upside down star, um, where his uh, you know he, he, instead of pizzaing forward, he pizzas backwards. Yeah. He French fries out. He French fries out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> of course. E- et cetera, et cetera, and basically just does a gold star pattern in front of all of the cameras as he goes, unless.
0: Unless. So I think what's going to happen here is. You, you've sort of calibrated these skis to look very cool. I think they do give you a fair bit of control as well as you're moving through uh, this scenario. As you come down from one of the jumps, uh, one of the members of BRB, Bez, is going up to that same jump, mm. but they are not getting out of your way.
3: Mm. They're
0: not trying to move around you at all. Uh, they are, in fact, heading... Straight towards you, there's sort of a steely look in their eye. What do you do?
1: Uh, we're on a I'm on a crash course with Bez. We're gonna crunch whole crash other.
0: course. yeah.
1: um, and this would be some kind of crashed into Bez slam.
0: Uh, possibly. Possibly.
1: Uh, I'm actually going to then initiate the flicker switch. He goes, uh, 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 and maybe he would have got it faster, but he's got brain fog. He's, he's a little foggy. Mm -hmm. So maybe he would have been on top of this quicker if he hadn't been fogged from being a a, a variable in the days leading up to this event. Um but just in the nick of time, hits the flicker switch to avoid a physical slam by marking one turbo. You blink out of existence for a second. Uh, and just as he's about to crash into this person, flicker switch and just disappears. Uh, And then lands on the other side of, reappears on the other side of Bez.
0: Uh, Okay, I love this. (laughs) And it cost me
1: a turbo to do this, so I'm not, it didn't just get away with it.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure. No, but I think what (laughs) ends up happening is you are so used to using your flicker switch and I think you're sort of used to the feeling that comes with it where it almost feels like you're being plucked out for a second Mm -hmm. and are like flickering into very similar to the feeling of like when you pass through a thin zone it's like oh you're just not there right now Mm -hmm. uh you have a little bit more awareness I think with flicker switch than you would have going through a thin zone but it kind of does feel like you're in a different sort of plane sure. to a degree and it is in that plane that you and Bez do fully collide because Bez did basically the exact same ability on their Rift Ninja skates uh they also turned ghostly and somehow ended up in the same plane of not there as you
3: Okay, oh, cool.
0: and uh both of you just fully collide into each other now in honoring the flicker switch I will not give you a slam sure you you do mitigate that that way mm-hmm. but I think uh uh both of you just sort of land in a heap because neither of you uh, were expecting this. I think Bez maybe has a bit of a quicker recovery. They activate their anti-Negra friction outsoles to sort of pull them up and get them up to the camera so that they can still do a trick. It's maybe not as nice as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought they were going to be so cool going right up to you. And then at the last moment, phasing. dimming out, yeah. yeah, phasing out and phasing back in. Um, but I think neither of you expected exactly what happened. So you are kind of in a heap in the middle of a half pipe. It's going to be really, really hard to get the momentum to do more tricks on the remainder of this leg of the course.
1: Sure, sure. And I also just love the idea of two people crashing into each other incorporely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very like... And uh, perhaps it does sting. Like, it's it hurts the way it hurts to bump into someone, but yeah, instead yeah. of it being, like, bruises and sore teeth and maybe, like, a like a cracked bone uh, or whatever happens when you hit a person, it's all very metaphysical. So, like, all the parts that did bump into each other, what would have felt like a bruise feels like your arm is asleep. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah, just, yeah. Like, oh, like, a good percentage of helix's body he's got to like shake it off the way you shake off like a, an arm that's asleep yeah,
0: pins and needles yeah With yeah, babies, yeah. Oh, oh what
1: what it happened i got yeah. okay uh, uh and then kicks off down the the half pipe missing the last camera or two uh, but just gets the speed going back up using the half pipe
0: All right, it is at this point that I'm going to roll my 1d6 to see how BRB is doing. Uh, Some of them are doing better thanks to K-Jump's assistance. Uh, Some of them are doing worse because Wolt messed with them the whole time. Uh, (laughs) Or they are K-Jump, who made the sacrifice to boost your teammates. So I'm going to roll 1d6, see how they do. I rolled a six. Oh, no. Uh, I think, yeah, Bez is is a little bit thrown. Uh, Whiplash and Zenly are crushing this part of the course. Uh, Zenli with her hyperoptic visor is sort of generating new images. It's like she's creating filters every time (laughs) she goes up into a new camera, but they always just work so well with whatever is behind her in the background and sometimes like the tone is different and sometimes there's like, you know, little sparkles um, (laughs) and stuff. Uh, And she's also you know, pulling off excellent tricks. Like she is able to do all the spins and the clicks and the uh, Um, (laughs) zippity-doos. I can fake skateboard. Uh, I mean, no, I can fake rollerblade too. I can do that too. Uh, uh, She does a uh, uh, backflip chicken scratch and absolutely (laughs) nails it. (laughs) Uh, Whiplash, meanwhile, has activated the photon vent on her hard light skates. Uh, And so she is leaving uh, bright blue patterns everywhere she goes and she's kind of drawing new patterns uh, as she goes up and into the cameras and what she's actually doing as well is in between each shot she's also sort of creating these patterns in the snow Um, and so she's sort of making not just her moments in the camera look really really good but also all the moments in between. She does rollerblade manuals she does rollerblade stalls uh, at one point, she does a, a, a pirouette fountain, uh, and that just looks wildly good, uh, and and uh, makes her way down to the third leg of the course. Uh, with that, you all go into the final leg of the course. Uh, at this point, the mountain ranges on either side sort of give way, and this narrow channel that you've been navigating opens up, and you are just stunned by a breathtaking view of the mountains all around you as far as the eye can see. Just think of the most pristine mountain range you've ever seen. We've all been through mountains. We live in... Western Canada um, that so much more beautiful than that. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think where you're at, there's sort of like a natural lip that sort of slows you down a little bit so that you can almost to strategically uh, get you to stop and savor this moment. Um, and as you're looking out at this gorgeous view, oh, look at that, it's another treagle, and it lets out another cry, it just like rings and echoes off the mountains. Oh, it's breathtaking. Um, You almost don't see the finish line at first. And then you look down. And what you're staring down is a extremely steep decline. Uh, It looks almost like a drop, like you're about to drop off the side of a cliff. But it is very, very steep and you see that the snow is just like too perfect, the area is too clear, and at the bottom you can see that it curves up into a ramp. So yes, you are meant to go straight down this hill and off of this ramp. Uh, It sort of takes you over a sort of narrow chasm And on the other side of the chasm, this is strange compared to sort of the blacks and silvers and iridescent sort of color scheme of this Popularian mountain range. You see a large square of bright red, uh, the brightest red you can picture. Um, And uh, once you get close enough, you will realize that it is a swimming pool. (laughs)
3: <laughs> full of ah, of, the slam. Cram. Full of
0: cram slam and that is the finish line of the course <laughs> what do you do
1: uh so helix was bringing up the the rear in this particular leg mm-hmm. uh looks out before him to see all the other participants uh be they brb or gold star disaster Uh, realizes that there's this sheer drop and kind of as that, like you said, we slow down a little bit, gets himself a bright idea, initiate matter photonizer form of luge. (laughs) Um, And by uh, initiating the matter photonizer, uh, Mark two turbo and turn yourself and your gear into pure light. The rest of the world pauses. You can't affect the pause world, but you can observe and move around it. Time starts again after about an hour or once you've moved, um, about how, how steep is this incline? Or sorry, uh, not, not how steep, how many, uh, meters or feet?
0: More than a hundred feet for sure. More
1: than a hundred, that's fine. I get a hundred feet to the stardust. You know.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, so the world is now paused. He actually does truly take a moment. Wow this this really is a a beautiful vista. The the colors are breathtaking and you know really complement the pool of cranberry sugar water uh, at the base.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Takes a nice deep breath of the crisp winter air. There's you know people in various slug blasting poses totally frozen around him. Takes a second, kind of like continues to shake off those pins and needles, grabs his hard light board, which is now the form of a, like a luge board. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like, he puts his head on one of the semicircles uh, and the other semicircle kind of down by his knee. And then the whole thing is like a wide square between them. Yeah. Uh, all right, Pinnacle, you, you can do this. <sighs> think about think about the stunts. Think about the, the fans. <sighs> uh, and then like in his own time, Gets on the luge, kicks off, and goes straight down this decline luge style. A hundred feet of it uh, in the form of pure paused light. Uh, so <laughs> anyone who's looking down in a few seconds is going to see Helix tearing ass 100 feet below them. Uh, clearly a head start, and he is going all in on speed for this speed leg.
0: Yeah, and I think because you are made of light, and with this matter photonizer you are also just going to go so much faster.
1: Cause light light is fast, right?
0: Light's pretty fast. Yeah, okay. Like <laughs> if you were to think of the speed of light. I, I feel like yeah, that'd be yeah. like pretty fast. Okay, yeah, sweet. for sure, for sure. Um so I I do want to roll to see uh that you just don't um shoot all the way past the pool.
1: <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I like that because like, is it too much? Is he going? Yeah. Did spot. you
0: overdo it?
1: So I do have to pay two turbo to do this. So I've used a D six and a kick, leaving me one D six left.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I'm gonna do uh, not use the D six left on my hard light board. Uh, I will use it for my attitude. I think it's his smarts of just being like light is fast and gravity is faster. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is two D six,
1: two D six to not overshoot the pool.
0: Uh, trick kick.
1: Um, What's your pick? No, tr- no trick. Um, he's just going for speed on this. Sure. Um, it's not a trick because I also don't really have the. the su- I, think- I, I don't have the surplus kick to do it. Yeah. I think legit. we have
2: crew dice. If you want to add another die to that.
1: Uh, okay, then I will take one d6 from the crew. If someone wants to mark that, please. So I'm rolling with three d6, but it is not a trick. It is pure pragmatic mm-hmm. light speed losing down a straight drop into a pool of cranberry pop.
0: Dig it. A six. We <sighs> got a six. Uh,
1: so <laughs> a flicker of light at the bottom, like like uh yeah, like a spaceship going light speed, but it all happens over the course of a hundred meter ski drop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hundred uh, foot ski drop. I think there is absolutely no way that you are not the first person <laughs> to ramp off and land uh, in this pool of a uh, cran slam. Um, so you you get this air. You almost don't register that you're in the air. Uh, I think, you know, because you're made of light. I mean, thinking about it, I think light is like light weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost just like a brief period of feeling like you have mass again and then you don't. So the brief period where you were like on the ground and had mass is the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're in the air, it's like, ah, normal again. And then uh, you are completely submerged in a very deep, very big pool. It's going to have to
1: go deep as this because I'm really, I'm diving in.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely deep enough that uh, you can land in it and uh, sustain no damage. <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, uh, if you get any slam in your nose, you are feeling it uh it is pungent and overwhelming and and intense it is the most intense panic energy drink flavor yet
1: jokes on you my nose is all swollen up and puffy too
0: oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah he he's sub- no i almost said submerge he does submerge but then he emerges uh from the top of the pool to see like he looks up Oh, and here come the rest of them. Uh, and pretty much by the time he gets to the surface of the water, there is now any number of slug blasters about to fall directly on top of him <laughs> in general air.
0: Not only do you see the rest of them, but you see what they have to contend with as well. Uh I am spending a bite. Your activity in the uh, flare portion of the race, um, Helped in no small part by K jump's maneuver, has uh, kicked up a bit of an avalanche. There is a cascade of snow barreling towards you.
1: <laughs> I hope they noticed that avalanche behind them. <laughs> <laughs> so Trev
4: uh, is rocketing uh, towards that that lip and realizes, well, I don't want to lose all this momentum going straight out. Mm-hmm. So what uh, Trev is going to do, uh, well, I'm going to roll. It's going to involve his uh, heavy du- duty servos, and uh, I'm going to use another die for my turbo, uh, die for my attitude, and once again uh, declares, just as he's approaching the lip, scram cat, kitty cat, hover track. Chiak yet. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then, let's see. let's see.
4: A roll of five.
0: Mixed success.
4: So you can tell me at which point this all uh, falls apart for me. Yeah. But (laughs) uh, I'm going uh, towards this lip. My arms are at my side. Because once again, I'm like a humanoid bullet. Right? Uh, And as I'm going and I uh, turn my hands. And as I get to the lip... Dig in so that I—it becomes a pivot point so that it launches me straight down. All my momentum goes uh, straight down, as opposed to out. It's going right down the 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 steep decline. Okay. And uh, and so like I've maintained all momentum, kind of uh, doing that, and I'm going as fast as probably Trev has ever gone, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's approaching the jump. Uh, you know. The math, the maths in his computer brain, are like trying to keep up with it. He's thrown <laughs> off a little bit because of uh, Helix jumping through time. So it's like, where, <laughs> how did you, I miss data points? And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and launches himself into the air.
0: Yeah, as you're rocketing down this steep uh, decline, uh, you can't help but feel like something in your calculation is off. You are going fast, but also you still feel like there's some sort of burden holding you back, and you calibrate with your 360 degree vision and turn it back, and you realize that Whiplash from BRB is currently skitching on you. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: and as <laughs> she is just fully riding with you down this insanely fast jump, um, And then what she does is she sort of pulls and like starts to throw your momentum off a little bit. Mm. Uh, And then she activates her own Matter Photonizer, turns into pure light and shoots, uh, like to you, blinks out of existence, to you Helix, There is a splash, and you don't see where it came from, and whiplash (laughs) emerges. Um, This throws you off your trajectory a little bit, and you're going so fast that it's hard to maintain control. Mm -hmm. So I think what's going to happen is- uh, (laughs) Do I
4: overshoot the pool?
0: I think you are going to overshoot the pool. That's what's going to happen. Uh, oh. And you're going to just sail right into a rocky ridge and take a slam. guess it's
2: good that it's the robot that this happened to.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Behind the pool is like a big lodge. It's like a party lodge. And you just yes. like skim <laughs> across the roof and land in a heap in like a mix of snow and shingles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just going to be a rough landing slam.
4: And uh, Trev, Trev's like, you know, tumbles across the roof, comes to this halt uh, and something has been clearly knocked about inside of him mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yes I did it I completed the scram track hover kitty cat cat <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting all episode I was like I'm gonna say it right every time until, until I, I you, don't. Uh, until yeah. I get a slam
2: As Maeve is uh, coming down out of the flare portion and sort of approaching this lip on the edge, uh, she's looking for K-Jump because she's she's been rattled by their their previous encounter and she wants to make sure that she's, you know, ideally they win this thing and do as good as possible and they take the top of the leaderboard. Uh, But at the very least, she wants her name to be above K-Jump's name.
0: (laughs) So where's K-Jump
2: at at this moment?
0: K-Jump at this point... She has been admittedly struggling a little bit in this. You know, Mm -hmm. she was blinded. All of BRB was thrown off pretty badly in the control portion. She gave her team an edge and sacrificed basically her score in the flare portion. So she may not be scoring particularly high on the leaderboard, but she is making up for it in speed. I think she didn't even wait at the lip. She sort of ramped off of it and is shooting down. Um, So Helix got ahead because of his light. Trev 4 and Whiplash got ahead a little bit, but she is now sort of at the front of the remaining pack.
2: Maeve uh, knows what she has to do. Um, Also, she hears this avalanche approaching from behind and realizes that she, you know, she needs to go fast to beat K-Jump. She also just needs to not get caught in this avalanche. Mm-hmm. So I think where in the past two legs she has uh, relied on her jacket, to, uh, you know, the flash patterns, uh getting that early head start and, and bringing her out on the camera. Um, I think she wants to, in this final leg, just prove her slug blasting metal, that this isn't all fancy tricks and signature devices. She is also... A, a, a hoverboarder from way back and knows her stuff. Um, so she sees this lip coming up that sort of forces you to take a pause and and prepare for this drop. Um, and without blinking, she swerves around it, spraying snow up with her hoverboard. Uh, she's going to essentially, yeah, cut an arc around this this lip and and continue on down with the full momentum that she's gathered uh, and and just straight on down without without taking a pause, um, hoping to get enough speed to get out in front of k-jump before uh, k-jump lands uh, i'm gonna put all of my remaining resources on this so that's uh 2d6 from uh, my attitude and like i have i have two kick remaining one of them i want to put towards like going extra extra fast to try and be k-jump yep. can i mark the second for an additional effect that i will specify if my roll goes well
0: Ooh, i love it <laughs> yes always. <laughs>
2: All right, and what the heck we're we're in the zero hour here it's crunch time i'm gonna use sacrifice your body as well to throw a couple more d6 on this roll because i okay. really want this to go well yeah. um so you i'm assuming the uh the end of this uh, may may not go super well for me i may be taking some lumps uh as i come to a stop but uh we'll find out i suppose rolling with five d6 and two kick
0: you doing a trick
2: oh yeah yeah oh yeah
0: yeah whoo
2: we have a one single six in there. <laughs> one
0: six. <laughs> the rest
2: are failures, but we got a six.
0: <laughs> one six is all you need. Let's take it home.
2: All right. So as I described, she she misses this lip entirely, expertly weaves around it to keep her momentum and then sort of evens out and is just a straight line down, just plummeting down this, passing members of BRB, maybe even passing members of Gold Star Disaster, um, focused on her goal. Um, and meanwhile, this avalanche is, is closing in. I think the trick here is, is as she... Um, uh, maneuvers around the lip she does do a full like 360 like she she not only swerves but does a little little pivot as well uh to just throw a little bit of flare into that maneuver
0: anytime you like hit anything that might be a little bit of a jump that gives you a little bit more boost you yeah. like do another little 360 yeah, yeah i like that
2: um and then as we're uh plummeting towards the finish line the extra effect i specified i think she hears k-jump Come down behind her because K jump kind of caught a little bit of air, um, and she she has made her way in front. But she also hears the avalanche coming up from the rear, and the extra effect I want is that she pulls K jump out of the way of the avalanche just in time, uh, repaying her favor from <laughs> <tennis> bar Okay, <laughs> uh, and much like K jump in tennis bar, uh, she doesn't slingshot her or anything. She makes sure that may may make sure that she's still in front when they hit the pool. <laughs>
0: But yeah, you're you're sort of pulling her along and like you will yeah. sort of clear the jump together. Yeah. Clasped hands, but you are you are very much in the lead. Yeah. I love that. Amazing.
2: And I will mark a style.
0: Please do. Ooh,
2: what's my slam?
0: Oh yes. Um your slam is uh belly flopped. You did not land in the pool very well.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I'll take it. Walt reaches
5: this lip. He stops. He looks down. The death stick falls off of his lip. (laughs) It's steep. (laughs) (laughs) He's just gonna try to go down it, I guess.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 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 At least it was was
4: double fours. Yeah. (laughs) You do not want to take a dare or anything? You just, no, just... I was just... I was kind of hoping I'd fail. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
5: <laughs> uh, I rolled 2d6 and I got a pair of fours.
0: Mark a style for Steezy? <laughs>
5: <laughs> and it's a mixed success.
0: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but
4: there, there's just somebody in the crowd just like, oh, that guy's really feeling it up there.
0: <laughs> like, just saw that. <laughs> Okay, to describe how you're going down, are you trying to basically cut a straight line? Are you sort of looking for strategic jumps? Uh, is Scampykin trying to help you? Poor little guy's in there. He wants to help his buddy Wolt out.
5: He wants to, but Wolt we'll can't, we'll can't accept that help. He hasn't <sighs> learned anything yet, Walton, you know? no. No. My boy. No. Uh, I think he just like hovers there for a moment and just tips the nose over and is taking a straight shot down toward the, the bottom jump.
0: Okay, so then I think what happens here, uh, I I think Tybalt is going to return the favor uh, with help from Zenli. Both of them sort of start uh, helixing around you and again are getting a little too close for comfort. Um, and so you find yourself needing to constantly sort of change course and shift direction, but no matter how much you try to sort of throw them off, Mm -hmm. they seem to still be information. They don't seem to be phased uh, Mm -hmm. by what's going on. Um, And so they kind of keep pushing you into directions that aren't uh, great for you. Um, And then the avalanche, I think, kind of catches up with all three of you. Mm -hmm. And they manage to sort of break off and ride the extra momentum from that snow but you sort of get caught up in it and you your footing kind of gives out from under you for a little bit you are going to be able to recover and clear this jump you did roll a four which is a success Mm. but i think what i'm going to do here is hit you not just with a slam but a super slam. And it's sort of a combination physical, emotional slam. Mm. Uh, it is going to be, um, trying to think of the adjective.
5: Before you think of that, yeah. I think I maybe want to invoke an ability of mine.
0: Okay. Yeah.
5: I think I want to activate lucky. Once per run, dumb luck helps you. Oh. And I think Walt in trying to keep his balance amidst the, the slalom here, since his board is just the an expansion of his Vice, i think there are actually still controls on it in a way and he manages to like accidentally pop his heel on a button or something
0: okay that yeah that yeah, yeah.
5: summons up scampykin
0: yeah <laughs> uh, <and laughs> with
5: it, with this i then want scampykin to activate guardian mode mark 1 turbo to have your robot protect you or nearby teammate from a physical slam <laughs>
0: Excellent. You know what? Because you're invoking Lucky here, you don't need to mark the turbo. Scampykin is there for you. He's (laughs) got your back. Oh,
5: my God. True friendship. The power of friendship. Power
0: of friendship. Uh, we can't (laughs)
5: see it, but
0: it's so strong. Your slam was going to be a super slam version of Held Back, by the way. Oh. Um, But... Scampikin comes through for you and is able to uh, boost you along. Maybe it's a combination of protecting you from the snow and using his mobility boosters was, to give you I, I exactly what you need.
5: <laughs> I think t- uh, traditionally, scary. Guardian mode has been, he makes a bubble shield. Oh. So he blows a big bubble around Walt. And then he just kind of starts snowballing and gains <gasps> speed because the snowball yes. grows. To everyone else,
0: a giant snowball like ramps up and lands in the pool of Cran Slam and like it steams up as Like the melts pool
5: away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cran Slam slush.
0: Oh my god, amazing.
1: I've heard of doing a cannonball, but this is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I'm going to get one last roll to see how the rest of BRB handles the speed portion. Whiplash aced it, K-Jump is getting a significant boost, and I rolled A. Three. So the others, eh, not so great. Yeah, Tibbleton and Zenly, I think, do still have to contend with the avalanche. They thought they could sort of ride the momentum down, but I think it impacted them more than they thought it would, and it actually is starting to, like, hamper them a little bit they're still going pretty fast, right? It's a steep incline no matter what, but I think they have to start focusing a little bit more on controlling their descent rather than rocketing down. Um, So when they manage to clear, it just is not, it's not a very impressive time. If someone were just to tackle this leg of the track alone, their times could pretty easily be beaten. Uh, and I think, uh, Bez is, like, maybe their rift Ninjas have started glitching as a result of colliding with you, and they keep sort of, like, glitching in and out of being ghostly, so because of that they can't quite figure out what mass they are at any given moment, <laughs> uh, and, uh, are really trying to, like, really, really good at pulling off tricks, just, like, going really fast is, is harder for them right now especially because one moment they're going even faster and then slower and faster and slower and like they also kind of need to stop and get their bearings a little bit so again their time is not that great for that reason uh uh, yeah so all of brb at this point has also rocketed up landed in the pool of Cran slam and all of you are kind of you've emerged uh and are sort of getting your bearings now that you're at the finish line
2: Uh, Maeve and K-Jump landed together because of the maneuver she pulled. Uh, And so she kind of, they surface in the pool and and Maeve gives her a a little playful splash and is like, uh, hey, uh, nice moves up there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I could have done better.
2: Yeah, uh, Avalanche uh, almost got you there, didn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. I I guess I'm going to have to... Take the course again uh-huh. <laughs> for practice, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Lucky I was there, huh?
3: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, could you moan that a little more into the camera? <laughs> she holds up her
5: phone. She
0: splashes some cran slam at you.
5: Scap, <laughs> <laughs> Scapy. Uh, Scampykin, has anyone seen a medium-sized shrimp?
2: <laughs> uh, Maeve just like looks at Walt blankly and gestures to where Scampykin is, like doing a little back float paddle and being like,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just having a having a blast. <laughs>
5: uh, Scamp, thank you, buddy. I'm I'm so sorry. I I didn't believe in you. You've always been there for me. You've had my back, and I. I just got so scared. I didn't want anything to happen to you. At this point, Scampikin's intelligence is back to that of a dog, so he can't really have a conversation.
0: (laughs) But, like, is maybe, uh, uh, like, doing a dog equivalent of, like, or a a shrimp equivalent of wagging its tail and is just, His antennas twitch. Looking up at you (laughs) with all the love in the world.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And he sprays some crayon slam out of his mouth onto my head.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, Scamp.
1: Shrimp hug. (laughs) <laughs> walt that was awesome with the the giant rolling bubble ball it, it, incredibly inspired i i dude you really held your own out there you're you're a heck of a slug blaster don't let anyone tell you otherwise well thanks helix i it,
5: it really was so much thanks to scampi though i god i gotta i gotta try and figure out this type of ice itch Trev, uh, you can hear Trev before you
4: see Trev of, uh, metal grinding on metal uh, <laughs> as his, like, leg is sort of out of place and he's like hobbling dragging up, himself <laughs> coming around the side of the building towards the pool and, uh congratulations error file missing
3: we get it! <laughs>
4: we were able to complete the cat track hover cat kitty scram
2: (laughs) i think Maeve didn't realize like she just assumed trev didn't go in the pool because he's a robot but like we were in Desnines, so why wouldn't he be and then yeah as you come hobbling up she's like oh oh buddy you look great uh, let's just, here, let me, uh, and she starts trying to like fix him up a little bit, reconnect some wires. <laughs> I appreciate that you are lying to me to protect my feelings.
1: Oh boy, she hates you.
3: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at <K-cho>. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a dumb question. This pool of uh, energy drink in yep. the beautiful chilly mountains is it a warm pool or is it a cold oh. pool? Because cold would make sense for the fact that it's a beverage, but warm would make sense for the fact that it's, it's a... But not, you know, you don't want warm energy drink.
0: Ooh, I think uncomfortably, uh, it's cool when you first break in, but the deeper you go, it's, like, kind of warm and like it's been warmed at the bottom. <laughs> it's
3: heated at the
0: bottom. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I, you you do not want to spend too much time in that
1: pool, I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Helix is already out. <laughs> Well-established like, disgust of sugary, you know, Wilkie streets. <laughs> yeah, Mabe's you're like,
0: playing the wrong character for this particular <laughs> yeah, this is
1: This is Lake's dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Felix is like, get, get me out of here. I'm going to be pulling sugar out of my ears
2: for a week. Maeve's like, oh, yeah, I almost forgot about the, the secret flavor of, of panic. And uh, she's gotten out of the pool to tend to Trev, but she kind of like takes one of her sleeves and sort of like rings it out a little bit and tries to get a taste of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why not get a taste of it right from the can? And you, uh, turn to see that, uh, Drew and Chloe are here. Yeah. Um, they have made their way. They took a hover snowmobile down some back passages and they're there with you now. And now you can sort of see your surroundings. Like you see the big lodge that clearly you can have like winter parties. There are coolers strategically placed kind of everywhere. There's like a dance area in the outdoor section that kind of has a little stage. And they b- both work together, Drew and Chloe, and-, and bring over a uh, cooler and open it up. And just beautifully, immaculately placed um, in ice uh, are just enough cans of uh, Panic Scramcat Cran Slam to go around. There's maybe a, a floating orange drone that's kind of circling and like getting a view of everything.
1: <laughs> Helix looks up the mountain and goes, oh, I see it's shaped like a cat. <laughs>
0: Uh, The the little ears
1: uh, are the mountains. I I get it. Okay. Drew
0: goes and shoots you finger guns and then turns the finger guns into a hang loose sign.
2: (laughs) Maeve turns to Trev and is like, you getting a vibe from Drew and Chloe? Did they come down on one snowmobile? Do you think they're an item?
4: (laughs) It is hard to tell because it seems like she is about to faint. (laughs) Hold on. And I go grab my can of the drink and go up to her. Here, why don't you drink mine? I cannot partake of it because it will melt robot parts
0: oh i I do have my own can of um, Wilkie's mandated uh, scram cat's crann slam that I can drink for myself that having a second can would go over my quota and taurine allotment, but thank you for the offer. <laughs>
2: Maybe Pat's, Trev, you you tried your best, buddy. I cannot make anybody do anything they do not want to do. Yeah, yeah, some people
1: gotta help themselves. It's all right, it's all right. <laughs> uh, over my taurine allotment makes Helix bristle for a second. <laughs> what, what are we, we're checking levels on the, oh, wait, no, that's.
0: <laughs> oh, and look at that. It looks like the scores are coming up on the leaderboard now. Uh, and you all turn, and from top to bottom, the names fill in one at a time. Helix Trev four, Mave Whiplash Wolt Zenly Bez Tybalt K Jump Ass. Yes. Oh my God. Top of the
1: leaderboard. Maeve, I'm ahead of you. (laughs) Walt, I'm ahead of you. BRP, I'm ahead of all of you. Oh, this, this is incredible. I don't, I, 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 I've never been at the top of a a leaderboard. Look, look, I've been at the top of classes. I've been at the top of exams. I've been at the top of data sets, uh, but, but (laughs) top of the leaderboard. I wish Brimley was here to see this. I'm <laughs> holy, holy hell! All right, hell yeah! <laughs> and he's like, he's kind of got this like. Crazy look in his eye, and you're not—you can't tell if it's just the dopamine of winning, which he's never really done before in Slug Blaster, or just the fact that he's got you know a, a you know nose full of uh, energy <laughs> drink. <laughs> <as> he <laughs> comes up out of this pool. He's weirdly managed to like
5: vent all this fog for a moment until it fills back in. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, the energy drink has evened out the
1: fog. I
0: think. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one is canceling out the other for yeah. now yeah but he's he's um,
1: stoked he's never won a slug blaster thing before and he's very excited
0: i think at this point um brp have kind of huddled around each other a little bit they're all holding a can of panic uh in the same hand labels out and they're like half conferring with each other, half trying to smile and be like, oh, yeah, awesome for the cameras. Um, and their smiles are range in uh, how genuine they are on a scale from Whiplash to Tybalt.
3: <laughs>
2: Maeve uh, kind of gave K-Jump a hard time in the pool. But uh, I think seeing them all kind of getting information realizes like, oh, we are here as Wilkie's representatives. We are a sponsored crew. We should, you know, do our do our photo op uh, and so kind of gathers up the crew and goes over to be like hey uh, good good game BRB y'all look great out there
0: yeah. Real plesta. thank you 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 all of course uh brought it as well uh, and and whiplashes is, is nodding very very short tight nods mm-hmm. as she's talking to you <laughs> uh until it's like yeah good job gold star disaster you you just uh nice
5: <laughs> amen Sorry about the shirt, that I, I I wasn't playing playing fair up there. I, I I owe you a new one.
0: I kinda like it. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I can make this work somehow.
5: Oh. Is that uh it breathe a little better than the open shirt already did?
0: It does. <laughs> you know it <what> really does. <laughs> Timothy <laughs> and <then> t- <laughs> Walt just like weirdly nod huh. at each other silently for a few seconds. Two chills are just interacting with each other. <laughs> uh,
1: Helix is giving everyone really genuine, like, two hand handshakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where they put the other really good, great stuff. I, you, You're an incredible competitor. And thank you for bringing out the best of me. And he kind of going through all of BRB, genuine. And then when he gets to Bez, uh, there's just this moment where they look at each other in the eyes. And they kind of like have this weird connection because they both crashed into each other in a, you know, transdimensional space between realities. (laughs) Like they've both shared something that the rare experience of uh, crashing into each other well in corporeal. And they're just like, like, like two soldiers, like silently (laughs) nod (laughs) at each other. (laughs) Good game.
0: Good game. And it's the first time you've heard them speak, and last, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and yeah, it, like lingers for a second, and you, you know, it's hard to tell what they're thinking, but they have they have shared something transcendent. Both yeah, eyes yeah. glaze over a little. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, everyone, uh, great job on the leaderboard, and hey, cheers! Cheers! Cheers!
2: cheers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: keep it Uh, and all of you raise your cans of panic energies, scram cats crayon slam and as the sound of all of your uh, tabs uh, they all just go and it's just like ooh so satisfying Uh, you get another pungent whiff of the uh, Cran Slam you all take a sip those of you who can oh it's Cran oh it slams Uh, (laughs) come on and slam and welcome to the Cran anyway uh, (laughs) it is intense it is sweet it is delicious but then your celebrations are interrupted by a different sound soft at first then gradually getting louder and louder it's not a pleasant sound. It sounds like a combination of a swarm of insects and wet macaroni being stirred. The source of the sound is not immediately apparent. And then it appears, flying over a ridge behind the party lodge. This thing is almost as big as the lodge and ten times uglier. (laughs) <laughs> its reflective blue-black body breaks up into a half-dozen segmented wings, a sloppy mess of tentacles, and enormous, bulbous green eyes flanking a long, salivating proboscis. It's symmetrical, but that doesn't make it any more appealing. Those of you with a penchant for biology and slugblaster lore may recognize this creature as a peeler-eyed dreadfly. An abomination that creates and feeds on alternate possibilities within the multiverse. Before you have a chance to act, it rubs its tentacles together disgustingly. Its compound eyes begin to glow. You can see the reflections in the segments of different people. People that look familiar. People that look like they could be you. Had things gone a little bit differently. And then it takes aim and spews a gushing stream of bright green slime directly at you.